Okay, welcome to the 290 Mo Podcast. I'm Mo. If you could, introduce yourself for my viewers and listeners. So my name is Felice Schlesinger, and I am in media. I am a radio personality. I am an artist manager. I am a um, mom. I do showcase shows. I um, am an advocate for um, young adults and that are homeless and at risk. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and like I was saying earlier in another interview, I'm the word that I hate more than anything, which is a promoter. And I just don't like that word because I think it's slimy. So there's that. Okay, okay. And <laughs> just having word. that little bit of background information, could you tell me what's the best part of being a promoter then? The since? best part about being a yes. promoter? What, what is it about it that keeps you a promoter? I like doing it. I love artists. Like I mm-hmm. love go- I love doing shows and all that. Now I'm gonna tell you, I'm not gonna lie. I don't go to all my shows. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. So shout out to Eddie August and BMW Entertainment because he goes to. That's who I'm partnered with for as far as doing shows, and so he's there. So I'm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I love doing it. I love doing it. Okay. Okay. So, um, when when it comes to managing, um, do you have to? How does how does someone go about acquiring um, your services? Well, I don't take, I'm not taking anybody currently. Okay. I'm not. Um, I do manage Willie Neal, aka Love Child. That is his artist name. He is also a producer, and his producer name is Willie Neal. Mm-hmm. He's two people in one. That's just how it is. Um, I also manage uh, Ejil Beats. He is a engineer, he's a producer, he's an artist, and he's a DJ, and he's a writer. So um, I. that's it. I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Okay. So don't hit me because I get hit every day. <laughs> every day okay still talking about managing so with these uh two people how did you how did that relationship begin was it um were you offering your services or did they notice you had a talent and they reached out to you no i, I well uh maybe willie neal so willie neal i met him at a show mm-hmm. um a while back and so at that time i saw him on stage at the house of blues and he the whole it was a ta- it was taco show he sold out the entire venue. Willie Neal and Taco have a, sh- a show, a song together called "Wanna Love," and I saw him on that stage. And I'm like, that is a star. Like I know when my my arm and my hair is up on my on goosebumps. Mm-hmm. I know, but I didn't know him. Like I, you know, I didn't really know him. Go back like a year to go, you know, maybe a year or two later, and he was doing it again. And so every time Taco was doing a show, he would get on that stage. And so we wound up chatting and what have you. And he was telling me that his former manager, Doug Schultz. Um, who was Determined Hustle, rest in peace to him, passed away. Mm-hmm. And he heard that I said Determined Radio, and he was like, did you say that you have a show called Determined Radio? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, my manager was Determined Hustle. I'm like, yeah, I know who that is. And he was like, you know him? He's like, you need to be my manager. This is like fate. Like, you need to be my-. He didn't give me a choice. Mm-hmm. I had to be. And he was like, you're doing it. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. So, so before... No, there was no choice in the situation. Okay. So before this point, did you have any experience managing or in the music industry? Yeah. So before him, I was managing Amio, and he's on break right now. He will go back so that I'll take him back. But um, I started with that. I started with Amio. Okay. Okay. So from managing was... um um. um while you're managing was was the 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 I'm, I'm losing my train of thought was the promoting already an aspect or did you have to add that once the managing became a part so you can was able to yeah. get your artist yeah out? i was a man i was a manager first i was okay. definitely that that was first i was a manager so when did the promotion part aspect come in was that just a, a part of the the managing or it was just something you found yourself having the talent in um 
Well, I do. So I have a, a there's a drop-in center called Stand Up for Kids. Mm-hmm. It's like I said, it's for young adults. They're homeless outreach outreach type program, and so we also are not government funded. So I started doing. I did a show for that, mm-hmm. and so that kind of kicked it off. Like I wasn't a promoter. Like that wasn't. I'm going to go with an event planner for that situation, okay. and that's um, Purple Palooza. So I've done three of those already, as far as that goes, and so that kind of kicked it off. And then I don't really know. The story and how I became a promoter, to be honest, because mm-hmm. I met a guy, shout out to John Hill. I met John Hill for some reason. He made me go to Laughing Buddha in River North. And from then he introduced me to Eddie August. And from that, I have no idea how, I don't even, couldn't tell you why I was a Laughing Buddha. I couldn't tell you why John Hill made me go to Laughing Buddha. And so I met Eddie August. He just like, hi, how you doing? Kept going. You know, I don't know how that conversation started, but the next thing I know, I'm like helping him out doing shows and that I, I couldn't even tell you. Okay. We just roll. We just rolled. Yeah, that that's dope to already yeah, already be talented because there's some yeah. people who've been doing it for a long time and really aren't aren't effective at yeah. what they do. So, yeah. um, with that being said, what's your favorite part about managing um the artists and the engineers that you manage? Bully if you them. had to say, I like to bully them. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> that's a hello. They your listen honesty. though. They uh-huh. listen. It takes a minute sometimes, but mm-hmm. for the most part. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and. When, when you're managing, do you outsource for like to get tips from other managers? Is, is it the manager or is it straight, straight work? Yeah, no, it's just straight work. Okay, you know? okay. I, mean, I know other, I know other stuff. I would say, like the two of them had taught me so much. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? As far as like learning things, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? They've even they know more than I do even. You know what I'm saying? Like Willie Neal's uncle is Danny Boy, mm-hmm. so Danny, he learned all of the business sense from his uncle. You know what I mean? So Danny Boy. Like I, I'm sure you know, is featured in most things Tupac. So that's how he learned it. And from then I'm listening to him. So he's teaching me stuff. And I didn't really know anything about beats. And Angel Beats makes beats. And I'm watching him. And he's like a mad fucking scientist, like mm-hmm. crazy. So I'm like, I've learned a lot of stuff over the years. A lot of stuff. Okay. Okay. So just talking to us, uh, expanding on the Angel Beats more part. Let me ask you this: Was um, what type of genre is this? What type of genre of music were you listening to? And once you become a manager and a promoter, did that expand your, your music or did you already have like... Um, I listened I listened to everything anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I definitely listened to everything. I grew up listening to everything, like from heavy metal to rap to everything. I've been to a million concerts. Like I've always been a music person. So yeah, I've always been a music person. Okay, and are are you an actual fan of the people you manage? Like, do you go home and listen to their yeah, music? Like, absolutely, you have to be. How can mm-hmm. you not? I promote it, so mm-hmm. of course you have to like it. Are there some songs that I don't like? Willie Neal, loved who's Love Child. That's his artist name is Love Child. Some of that shit's some serious porn, and I'm just mm-hmm. like in the shower. Like, <laughs> oh my god, I can't. I gotta take a shower now. Right. Like some of it, I'm just like he's R&B. So some of that stuff, I'm just like, oh my god. I can't listen to this no more. <laughs> okay. You know, I'm just like, why? All right, great. So uh, let's talk about Orchestration Radio, if you don't mind. Yeah. Okay, so when did that become a part of what you do, and what exactly do you do there? So technically, it started as, it starts as Determined Radio. So mm-hmm. Determined Radio, I like I was saying, I met Corey Ether. I had my Ernest was being interviewed. And so a couple weeks later, I met him at a... I ran into him at a, Illinois Radio's one-year anniversary party, and he was like texting me while I was there and he was like you need to do radio I'm like isn't he here and I'm like looking around he was here and he didn't want to come up to me because he was texting this because he didn't want to bother me whatever and I'm just like started talking I'm like I don't 
know and one thing about radio. This is going back four years. I'm like, I don't know one thing about radio. It was like, you need to do it. You're so funny. You just you need to do it. I could see you doing it. I'm like, no. And I was like saying the F word every time. I'm like, F no, F no, a thousand times. No. So we get into the car. And so my artist, Amiel, was there. And so he was in the back seat. And he's hitting the back of my chair. And he's like, you have to do it. You have to do it. And I'm like, why? He's like, because you're going to take me to another level. I'm like, it's about him. Okay. I'm, I'm understanding. This is about you now. Okay. Okay. So I'm at home and I'm trying to figure this out. I wind up calling um, DJ MH Toto, who's my, uh, AKA Michael House, in the middle of the night. I'm like, this dude wants me to do radio. He's definitely a mentor. This dude wants me to do radio. This guy's out of his motherfucking mind. I'm not, what am I doing? I didn't know nothing about this shit. So I wind up calling Corey Ether and I said, can I have a co-host? He's like, you can do whatever you want. He's like, it's a two hour show. It's once a week, it's on FM and you can do whatever you want. I'm like, oh. Okay, so who would I get? So then I'm thinking about that. And I'm like, okay, who's the funniest person I know? Stacy. Stacy's the funniest person I know. So I call her, pitch her the idea. She's like, oh, wait. you mean I could be the next Wendy Williams? Go, I'm in. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So now we're in. I'm like, okay, we're going to do it. We're really going to do this. Now I'm scared out of my mind because this is FM with no beep. So you curse, that's 500 a word. Okay. And at that time, I curse a lot. And I'm like, I'm like, we're going to screw this whole thing up. Like, we're going to be like the first date. Two grand out, right? So we wound up. So Michael House and Wild Bill, shout out to them. They were on Urban Urban Grind Radio at the time. And they we were at an event. And they're like, we're going we're gonna to do your first show with you. I'm like, oh, thank fucking God. So they came to the, sh- the station. They were our first guests. Stacy and I sat there like we were scared out of our minds. They were already used to never cursing because they can on Urban Grind. And so they they did the show for two hours. <laughs> he'll tell you another part of this. He'll tell you that we were we did not do the show. We were scared out of our mind. But they might tell you another side of the story. But I like mine better. Okay. Okay. So you touched on yeah, the fear. So, yeah. Of, the so, fear of yeah, starting yeah. and yeah. not being able to swear. Yeah. So before this first episode, how did you prep? Did you watch YouTube videos? No, did you I just did went into it? Just I, dude, I did nothing. I <laughs> Michael House and Wild Bill at my house. I'm sitting at my corner. We're eating pizza and I'm yelling at them that I was scared shitless. This is how I prep. They're mm-hmm. like, you're going to be fine. Like there was no prepping. This was just like, if I'm, a, I'm an Aquarius. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. Period. You know, it's an action. I'm an action person. I'm just going to do it. Let's go. Okay. Was I scared out of my mind? I mean, at this point, four years into it, I mean, I've done hundreds of interviews, hundreds, hundreds. So we wound up. So we're on FM. This station wound up. The man, the, the woman that owned the station, wound up moving to Houston, and so she she decided to. The people that were supposed to buy the station didn't buy it. Blah, blah, blah. And so we wound up. Um, she was selling the station. So we're like, shit. What are we gonna do? Well, by that point already, Ejil Beats. I met Ejil Beats, and he was wanted to do his own show, the Orchestration Radio, mm-hmm. through the orchestration, and wanted me to host it. So I was already doing his show. I think I was already doing it at his studio. So we have a radio room, the whole bit. And so I was just like, okay, I'm going to have to bring my show there. I mean, what else am I going to do, right. you know? So I called him up and I'm like, you're not going to believe what happened. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, it'll be fine. And I'm like, you're going to do the whole thing? You're going to produce it? Yeah, it'll be fine. I'm like, Durr! I'm like yelling, you know, I'm like, Durr! it'll be fine, please. It'll be fine. I'm like, okay. So that's what happened. So I wound up bringing Determined Radio, I think it was like maybe a, almost two years old at that time to his studio. And so that show, Determined Radio, is on Wednesday nights from 8 to 10. The orchestration radio show is almost two years old now, and so that show is Tuesday nights from eight to ten. So I host that show for him. Okay, okay. So that's his show. It's not. It's not really my show. Okay, great, great. I appreciate that. <clears throat> so, um, from determined radio to orchestration radio, now you, you you you're catching your stride. You got your your schedules. Y'all cranking out the interviews. Now that you're doing this, what's your favorite part about being on radio, conducting interviews? 
and, and just being on the mic? Um, I love teaching artists. There's most artists, 99% of most artists have no idea how to collect royalties and all that stuff. Do I teach them how to collect royalties? I don't, but I explain, but I know someone that's like the guru mm -hmm. and I send them all to her. And so I know the gist of it. Do you know what I'm saying? I know that there's 13 to 16 royalties per song. Most of these artists don't even know what the word paperwork is. They don't even know what that means. Do you know what I'm saying? So like, I like to explain that to them. They're like, wait, what? They're like, there's 13 to 16 royalties per song? Yeah, that's the first time I've heard that. There is. I mean, you put your you put your stuff on Facebook. That's a royalty. You're putting your YouTube link on Facebook. That's a royalty. You, uh, an artist is walking in to a show where there's two people or one. That's a royalty. Mm -hmm. There's another back royalty, which I just found out today about. I actually just read about it today. That if somebody, somebody says your name, that's a royalty. You can get a royalty off that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, eh. I didn't read the whole article. I can go back. Don't worry. So shout out to Gigi Miller. She's on Facebook. Gigi Miller. She is the guru. She knows everything. She actually has an artist development that she has. And she collect, gets on artists and she teaches them all of those things and how to do all that. She's a flat rate of 200 bucks. She's worth thousands of dollars. I don't know why she's only $200. It's just too cheap to me. But she teaches everything. I've interviewed her before. She is legit. She's not like people like worry that she's not like who she's legit. I mm -hmm. promise. She's the only one I know that does it on top of that. Yeah. yeah Cause I've, I've never seen that type of, well, yeah. I go, go to YouTube for everything yeah. like that. So yeah. I, that might be somebody I need to definitely. And she does like managers, well. artists, radio people. I mean, all of that kind of stuff. She, it's not just artists that she works with. She mm -hmm. works with it's development. You know, she's doing all of that. But she can teach you all of that stuff. So Willie Neal knows a lot of that stuff, like I said, because of his uncle. He learned all the business before he became an artist. So he knows a lot of that stuff. So, But I didn't know all of that stuff. So, yeah. So I love teaching them. They look at me like, wait, what? Like, what? Yeah. Okay. So, so just monitoring your social media. And I followed you guys. And I know I noticed the work going in. So how, how do you guys go about um, choosing artists to bring on a radio station? I go, but there's two different ways. So I, if an artist, I will like, an artist can email us and mm -hmm. say that they want, you know, they want an interview. And so we send them an email telling them the, our next date, what have you. There's that way. I kind of like look through their stuff first. And if it looks okay, then I'm, I'm cool. It's right. Like, that's why I mean, I'm really I mean, like, do you, is it a, a pass or fail probably when you're doing that? Is I'm, it a, I'm not, not really. The only thing that's going to, that's going to probably sway me to not is it when I'm looking, when I'm just like, you know, just scrolling a little bit through their Instagram and I see like, there's like a ton of gang, a ton of guns right. and a kind of like, I don't want, I'm trying to keep it as positive as I can be. I'm not, I try to veer away from stuff like that. It's very rare though that I will that i will and then there's pe and then there's people that i invite to the show because i want to interview them mm -hmm. you know so there's that too so what, it's both what, ways what specifically may jump out about an artist they like i want to talk to them i don't know like i could be at a show and i met them and mm -hmm. I, I love their stuff and i'm like okay i want to interview them they're so fun like i need i love fun like stuff so i love fun interviews there's nothing worse than a boring interview ever like i've have you had that like mm -hmm. it's horrible like, <laughs> i want to cry half the time like i don't know what to do with these people when they're boring like i don't i make stacy do it. i don't know what to do with them i, I just don't um so yeah so if i if i meet somebody that their their music's amazing like and i catch it right away i'm, I'm gonna grab them okay grab them. great and just touching on the, on the board, boredom part for the opposite of that up to this point what would you say will be your 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 biggest moment or your your most uh biggest accomplishment in radio to this point if you had to pick one if you had to give somebody a highlight of 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 your radio career up to this point what would you think it would be like something that i've interviewed 
Uh, it could be just you personally, like yo. If you be like, I wish I could do that again. You know what I'm saying? It's just your favorite, maybe your favorite interview, favorite no, I can't tell artist. That. Oh, hmm, that no, is. that's no, <laughs> that's shady. I know exactly who my favorite interview is. I'm not telling. <laughs> okay, okay. I won't tell people who my top five artists of Chicago are either. Okay, but I will tell you my favorite Chicago artist only now because he passed away. Okay. And so this is the only person that I do say, and people are like, please, well, who are your top five? Who are your top five? Indie, you know, Chicago artists. Uh huh. You know, underground. And I want, I'm telling you, I'm not telling anybody. I'm like, no, that's so mean, you know, because then they'll be hurt if I know it's not, don't pick them or their friend or what have you. Or so, it could be motivation. Yeah. So, but as far as Chicago goes, Henry Arts, who passed away a year ago, he is an R&B singer. He is, was, and I can cry just thinking about him, was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Thanks for answering that for like, me. I could already cry. Like, that's how fast. Okay. And um, if you could, did once you get into radio, did you... Gain any other relationship? Well, you you spoke on um a few of them, but did you gain any relationships that that helped you, um, with the radio show? Like any any new co-host, any new? Well, so two so I do two, I just switch it up on orchestration. So the orchestration radio show, I change I switch co-hosts every single week. Oh yeah, that's which dope. Makes it so fun dope. for me. Yeah, and it makes it fun. It's like I'm trying to like there's needs to be more unity. There's not enough unity in Chicago. Now there's a lot of unity within Chicago radio media people, but there's not with artists. Do you know yeah, what I'm not saying? at all. Not at all. Yeah. It's a little bit better than it used to be even for, from 4 years ago. It's, it is I see it being a little bit better. But to make it even better, I'm like what can I do to make change this, you know? Mm-hmm. So which is why I started Terminator to begin with, because I was trying to give an artist a platform, Chicago artist a platform, which mm-hmm. then I'm like, okay, if I can make another platform, which is orchestration, I'm going to do it again. Like, the more platforms for Chicago, the better, right? But how am I going to change it so it's not exactly the same, you know? So I came up with just switching out co-hosts. I've had people from co-hosting from Power 92, My Radio Chicago, Illinois Radio. Um, I mean, everybody from a different artists. Like, I love having artists. Yesterday, I had Loco the Lunatic. Like, that mm-hmm. was a really fun show last night because he's crazy and he's an amazing artist. Like, just to change it up, and then they network. So whoever whoever's co-hosting with me might not necessarily know those artists, and now they're right, networking exactly. and they're changing, you know, exchanging yeah. Instagrams you and they're meeting each other. Loco, I, right, you know what I'm saying? So it's things. changing up. It's just making people meet each other and networking. There's been a ton of that, a ton of that, and okay. I love that. And that that's a great idea. I, that's yeah. that's that's something to keep it fresh. You yeah, know? So, just change it up. So before we uh, leave off radio, if you could. Do you listen? What other radio do you listen to? And when do you listen to these other radio stations? Are you like, um, they could do that? Are you critiquing them, or is it just purely, or do you just listen to yourself? I don't. If I'm if I'm listening to anybody, there's only a couple of like people that I'm pretty, as far as like you know, internet type radio that I listen to, which would be um, Fusion Radio, which is Brian Stinson, who is the guru like that's mm-hmm. the goat to me that's the goat he has been around he is at itt school that is the most gorgeous station ever by the way if you've never been there's an all-glass station oh, yeah. he's the dopest guy ever i've like anything i have a problem with like i go to him like he's one of the men of the many that i go to but his i listen to him because he's just amazing and i listen to, a lot of times if i catch it on saturdays at 4 30 um is illinois radio because those are my people my friends over there so i listen to that when i'm you know when i'm around but i listen to us a lot too because we're on the speaker app and we're monetized to like iHeartRadio and all kinds of other things too so i listen to, i always listen to our shows back because i'm like i said what i did what i said what he said what like it's so funny to me to go back to listen to what the hell i just said like 
so that makes that makes me grow too you know that was actually my next question yeah, if you I listen do. to your own yeah, shows yeah you have to so when you listen to it, are too. you are you are, is it purely just a playback or are you critiquing yourself and taking notes like next time I might not do this or say this or is yeah it just... sometimes most part I'm going in there going I did what I said what <laughs> like that's nine times out of ten I'm doing okay but okay yeah no I definitely listen to both shows okay every week and before you go into a show are your shows scripted is it some type of layout or is it just straight we got this interview we got this co-host let's rock and it's always been a formula that's always worked out for you no i didn't start like that okay no i did not start like that stacy does stacy just walks in sits down and we're ready to go she's ready to go okay how she is don't your know evolution? his name she don't know nothing she knows nothing i will know your name i will i'll probably screw it up because it's, right. it's crazy i will mess it up i have scrolled your instagram at some point i have stalked a little bit somewhere you know just to see what's what's going on i have i have them both they always have two songs so sometimes i'll listen to their song beforehand i used to do it all the time on fm because i had to make sure it was clean right um now that I, we're, we don't have to be now we can curse and i don't really listen to their music anymore so it's kind of more fun now to like as it you know as it's going and then i hear it to critique it after with the artist being there kind of fun i'm usually nice She's not as nice. Nah, she's nice, but yeah. But yeah, so so we'll do. But yeah, we're not now to this point. Four years in, I just I just walk in. It's eight oh two. Let's go. Like okay. you know. All right. And you talked a little bit about a little bit of distribution with the speaker app. Yeah. Um, if you had to pick, was that your favorite your favorite platform to to listen to the show on, or, or do you prefer to to see the actual show, or, well, or we doesn't do matter? Live. So we go so we go live on Determined Radio's Facebook page. We go live on the Orchestration Radio Facebook page on the artist not on us mm -hmm. so and then if we have a couple interviews it's we turn it off and then go to the next interview as far as the live goes so then that way they have their own live because half the you know their phones are dead half the time or mm -hmm. halfway through so they have their own live they could do what they want they could chop it up they could do what they want reshare it however you know their friends reshare it and then the speaker app we actually have a link as well and so we post that and so they could share that. That's the audio for it. So that would be the audio for it. So we use the speaker app. I just use it only because Ejo Beat started it, and that's what he said to do. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay. 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 So you don't have no no personal preference. No, I have I have no idea. All right. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it for that. So moving along, if you could, uh, if you don't mind, could we talk about Stand Up for Kids? Yeah. Okay. If you could, tell me a little bit about that. So Stand Up for Kids is on the north side. It's like Ashland and Addison. It's a drop-in center for at-risk and homeless young adults. It's basically it's a it's a party place. I mean, we're getting we're getting our shit together though. Um, we are we're, we're doing some stuff like we got some computers. We're gonna do like a computer night on Thursdays. Like we're getting our shit together. Um, it's been there like six years now, so maybe a little bit longer, maybe okay. seven, maybe seven years. And so um, the kids come in. They're not kids, but they're seventeen to twenty-five. So. They come in, they hang out, they can charge their phones, they can get food. We have a donation closet full of like whatever they need. If whether they just got new housing, they got housing, so now they need dishes and all that. I collect anything, so all donations we accept as long as they're like in decent condition. Clothes, kitchenware, toaster ovens, whatever. I mean, I'll take it. Um, so, and they just, it's a couple hours at night. And so right now we're, we were open three nights a week, but with COVID and stuff right now, we're just open one night a week. We're going to go back to two nights soon. But if a kid call, you know, and DMs me and like, listen, I'll run over there and help them get whatever they need or whatever. Okay. And if you don't mind, could you tell me exactly how you got involved in that? And do you ever correlate the two with the radio? Like, have you ever brought somebody that you met from stand up for kids to the radio or not just anybody who works with, but like a, a kid maybe who, who had was talented with the I haven't done that. I haven't brought one of my kids on air, um, but I've done like 
we, we all switch positions so there's always a director so fred right now is the director then there's like the president of the board and then we have the person that does social. Mm -hmm. so we switch positions so at the time at the time we had a different director and so i brought him on to you know talk about it i've had civic studios on they do a lot of stuff with kids as well so things like that i haven't done it i've always kind of kept it away from like as far as like the kid bringing the kids on and that kind of thing i don't know why i just haven't done that i just know a lot of a lot of kids in in, in down places be, yeah. be real talented you yeah. know what i'm saying so yeah. that, that may be something that might pop some up in the future seriously talented kids mm -hmm. um there's definitely some seriously talented kids that i have yeah okay thanks and and just to start in that program was it an invite was it um you saw what they had going on you was like i would like to be a part of that how did that inception began so before that i was i was volunteering at an emergency shelter mm -hmm. and so i found out through, about that through one of my friends and they just post on facebook this place needs all these things i was like and it was a dead of winter it was freezing i'm like i have those i have blankets i have this i have that and so i went there wound up it was a couple minutes from my house in a church basement and so um i really tall my daughter was like two a really she's 16 now a really tall drag queen opened the door and she I was like handing her the stuff and I'm like what is this place and she told me about this place and I was like I want to be here I'm like this is my shit like I want to be here so I wound up going through training through the night ministry which is that was what that was through the night ministry they had an emergency shelter that kids, kids can come between the ages of 14 I think it was 14 and 20 to 25 I think it's 14 was the youngest at that time and they can you know they have nowhere to go that's where they can go and so it helped them get ready for bed we would feed them dinner you know all that kind of stuff and so that didn't open until almost nine o'clock at night. And so you go from that right into cook, you know, feeding them because they would always have hot food. We had a kitchen, that kind of stuff, and then helping them get ready for bed and so have you. So the stand up for kids was already kicked off. It was already mm -hmm. kicked off. I already knew about it, but I didn't really realize that it was down the street. And I didn't really realize it started at six and it was basically their pre-party. So they would hang out there. Then they would walk down to the shelter and then go to sleep there. And I was like, well, this is only from six to nine. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll go over there. So I wound up going over there and switching, going over there, which screwed everybody, every kid up. Like, that's why you're here now. Like, it messes them up. And so I wound up just switching to that one. So I've been doing this. I've been doing this forever. I've been doing this. Even before this, the shelter, I was feeding dogs and, and people under Vidox and by my, I don't know, whatever. And that's what I want to ask yeah, you. Always. Where did you get that, that drive from? Was it, I'm did curious. it have anything, how you grew <laughs> up or, or you knew anybody no, who was, because a lot of people couldn't provide, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Little things that you said, yeah. but, but they don't. I've done it here in Milwaukee and Madison. We uh -huh. did, shout out to Wild Bill. Like we did, a, um, I don't know the name of his friend, but she had a group at the time. And so on Thanksgiving, we're on this corner over here in Madison and Pulaski. We're feeding mm. them over there. Like, whatever. You want help? I got you. Okay, okay. I love it. I don't know. I love it. I love it. It's just what I do. I love it. And have you ever seen yourself creating your own type of um, give back organization? Or is you just... Um, well, I'm on that board. So that okay. that would be it. You know what I mean? Okay. I mean, I'm on the board of Center for Kids. So that would be... That's how I'm doing it. Okay, you know? great. So before I get you out of here, um, for any artists or anybody who's listening that may want to link with you on Determined Radio, Orchestration Radio, what would be the best way for them to do that? Um, either or. So it's, it's Determined Radio, Facebook, Instagram. It's the Orchestration Radio, Facebook, the Orchestration Radio Station. That was a lot of words. So if they want to do the best and I have to think of all that, you just do Determined Radio, Instagram, or Facebook because it's the easy two words. <laughs> and just DM me. That's it. It's okay. easy. Yeah. And is it just a simple DM like, hey, I want to come yeah. on. Do they need to provide yeah. anything or you your research is yeah. on point? Yeah, I'm on point. I'm on point. I am on point. I, I see. On point, on I'm time. I'm telling you. I, I have to be. I have to be. Yeah, especially in this business, you know what I'm saying? Because I didn't have to turn people around because we had some at 5 and then they show up at 5.45. Right. But I, I got lie. some at 6.15. So. so you got to lie. Yeah. 
Yeah. So if my show's from 8 to 10, I have it like scheduled out. My show's from 8 to 10, uh-huh. and I tell them to be there by 8.15. I know my first, I'm not going to really start that first interview until 8.45. But mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just lie. I lied to my artists. Okay. I know what time the show's going to be at. I lied to everybody. I just lie. Okay. Time, you got to lie. Okay. Let me ask you this. What's the least part you like about maybe um, working with recording artists? They don't show up. Okay. Especially after they set it up? That's, that's something that happens often? No, not as much anymore, but it, it definitely will piss me off. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's probably the worst. That's the worst part. Okay, and and what you doing radio? Have you ever considered um, maybe doing TV or or hell no or a nationwide thing? Hell no. <laughs> Why not? No, I, I definitely I'm feel like you had a charisma for it. Like I, I, I get that, and 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 shout out Michael House that likes to say that I should do stand up, which I'm never gonna do. By the way, I don't even like stages. I won an award, and I was ready to like die. If I was gonna win, I was I was gonna die, and I won, and I was gonna die, and I made everybody that was in that section go with me on that stage. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> like I don't like any of it. I don't like lot. I don't like to be. I don't even like being on you. Like I don't like being recorded. I don't like being in pictures. I don't like none of it. That's interesting. I, don't li- I like to I'm, be behind the scene because I think because I started that way, I'll put you out. You know what I mean? I'll push everybody else out. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be out. I'm good. Like I'm fine. I don't need all that spotlight crap. Yeah. I don't care about it. I I, I I can feel you. I'm I'm very very introverted, but once the record buttons on, I I open up a little bit. So yeah. before I get you up out of here, what would you say the ultimate goal is for Determined Radio, for Orchestration Radio, and Stand Up For Kids? What would you say the ultimate goal is for That's those? That's a really good question. No one's ever asked me that before. The ultimate goal? I don't know. I don't even know. I don't even think that ha- that far ahead. I don't know. The okay. ultimate goal? I'm going to have to think about it for real. Okay. That's great. No one's I, ever asked me that before. I, I, I'm glad I got good one in. I got, glad yeah. I got one in. Yeah. That's the ultimate goal. That's really good. Okay. So, uh, stand up for kids at the end of the day is that purely is it does it make you feel good inside or is it purely just to give back they've taught me more than i've taught them to be quite honest yes um do you involve your family and friends with with yeah um, my kid my kid's been there my kid plays dominoes with them like yeah she she loves it she she's 16 now they have mm-hmm. all known her her forever you know some of my kids still come so like yeah she loves it too she loves to give back it's probably good to always have in touch i think you should always give back i don't care who you are you know what i mean i don't care who you are this world is crazy right and things can flip-flop in any there's any way that you could give back whether it's like you know giving somebody a dollar to like you know just like helping somebody with their homework like that's you know i have kids that are high school they're coming in i don't know how to do that math but i know somebody in here that does like i might not be able to do that part (laughs) but like even do something like that like you don't have to give back like it doesn't have to be money you know Mm-hmm. It could just be your time. Okay. So, what would you, if you had to say what makes Determined Radio and Orchestration Radio different from other radio stations? I'm on it. Hello. True. True. I'm on it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, that's no. <laughs> um, what makes it different than everybody else? I don't. There's not that, that many Chicago platforms. You know yeah. what I mean? I think they that especially makes highlight the, the yeah artists that, that we're you're literally doing. bringing on Chicago artists. We're mm-hmm. literally interviewing Chicago artists. And, you know, just trying to make some unity within this crazy town of Chicago that can't get it together. Okay. And before I get you out of here, uh, if anybody's listening and watching who may want to be involved with Stand Up For Kids, is that something that's possible? And yeah. if it is, how would they go about doing that? So if they want to volunteer for Stand Up For Kids, they could do Stand Up For Kids uh, dash Chicago on Facebook, Stand Up For Kids Shy on Instagram, hit the DM. And is there any qualifications, anything you need for that? We just- usually have them come in and just kind of basically like, you know, talk train them in this talk train situation. 
but okay. it's, you know, it's pretty But you don't simple. have to be a teacher or a doctor no, or anything like that? not at all. Okay, no. okay. So not, There's no rocket science to any of this. All right. That's why I, I, I definitely understand how valuable a, per, a time is for a person in your position. I appreciate you for coming up on no, the like, show. Thanks for having me. It's, it's truly an honor. Um, if you don't mind, I would love to, to pick your brain. Um, when I, when I, whenever you free, just so that's determined management consulting. I, I've learned so much just from this this thirty minute interview. Yeah. So uh, just about the royalties and stuff like that. But just um, I think what you're doing is dope. Um, Thank you. I tell I see the work like every time I click on Facebook, I see orchestration turn radio every time. You have to be so consistent. That is definitely, the key to definitely. anything. I don't care if it's radio, swimming. I don't care what it is. If you're not consistent with with whatever you're doing, it's never gonna work. Yeah. Because people it's definitely music, see it. I don't care what it is. Mm-hmm. And that's why I tell like a couple of core artists I know, like even you may not get the number of reactions you want, but I guarantee you it's being They're seen. Fails, so you yeah. can't, you gotta, gotta keep motivated. So, yep. like I said, thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate your time. Be safe. Keep doing what you're doing, and and maybe I could be a, a co-host on a. Come on, on uh, let's go. <laughs> I, always, I literally just like scroll my DM. I'm like, who haven't I had yet? <laughs> Oh, yeah? That's how hey, fast I do I'm it. All, I'm always open. Yeah, it's super fun. All right. So, thank you. Enjoy the thank rest you. of your day. I'll be tuning in later tonight, sharing as well. So, have a good day. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Perfect.